Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Indescribable.
The Eskimos of the Western Canadian Arctic, in the area of the Great Mackenzie River, have a curious but effective method of hunting mountain sheep. Sheep have incredibly good vision, which makes it difficult for the hunter to stalk them. The Eskimos, therefore, when they spot a sheep, take off their outer parka and hang it on a pole wedged in the rocks in such a way that it looks like the hunter is still standing there. The wind causes the parka to move back and forth and look even more realistic. Then the sheep stands with his gaze concentrated on the empty parka. The hunter circles another way around and shoots a sheep. In some ways, that poor sheep is like you and me. He's obsessed with the empty threat and unaware of the real danger. The Bible tells us that the devil is the enemy of our soul, but to acknowledge the devil as a real being brings sneers and laughter of the world, and so we become obsessed with the opinions of others. And Satan is free to work because we are not on our guard. The Apostle John wrote, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When we receive the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, the Holy Spirit lives within us and protects us from our spiritual enemy. But this does not excuse us from knowing our enemy and knowing how he works. Remember the sheep. He was obsessed with an empty parka, but oblivious to the real danger. The only way we can know God's protection is to avail ourselves of His provision of salvation. Maybe you've been obsessed with the empty parkers of the good work and church attendance, a standing in the community, and have been assuming that all these things will get you to heaven. Don't just assume that you are a child of God. Make sure of it. Receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your only Savior. Trust in Him. Trust in His finished work on Calvary. And you can have real assurance. Listen now as Lucinda, Denea, and Ashley Richardson sing for us this beautiful song entitled Amazing Grace.
to join the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We pray that as you listen to our broadcast this morning that you are encouraged and that you and your family are getting ready to attend a good Bible teaching Sunday school and church. If you don't have a church of your own to attend, we invite all who are seeking a Bible-honoring, Bible-teaching church to join us for services. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Here we have many classes for the various age groups. We also have a supervised nursery for little ones for all of our services. Then at 10.45 we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. This morning I'll bring the message entitled, The True Gospel. Then at 6.45 we begin our closing service of the day, our evening fellowship hour. It is important that Christians gather together to study God's Word. We trust that you will join us as we close out the day with the message entitled, Adam's Sin. The leaves are falling, and soon it will be time for the Ball Brothers concert here at the Altoona Bible Church. The concert will be on Saturday, December the 14th at 6 p.m. There is no charge for tickets. However, a free will offering will be taken. Please join us for an evening of God-honoring music that will lift your spirits and help you focus on the true meaning of the Christmas season. Listen now as Courtney Cook and Jesse Nagel plays for us the flutes this wonderful song, Blessed Be Your Name.
you're going to meet an old man someday down the road 10, 20, 30 years from now he's waiting there for you you'll be catching up with him what kind of an old man are you going to meet that is a rather significant question he may be a seasoned, soft, gracious fellow a gentleman who has matured gracefully surrounded by a host of friends who call him blessed because of what his life has meant to them He may be a bitter, delusion, dried up, cynical old man without a good word for anybody. Soured, friendliness, and alone. The kind of old man you will meet depends entirely on you. Because that old man will be you. He'll be the composite of everything you do, say, and think today and tomorrow. His mind will be set in the mold you will have made by your attitudes. His heart will be turning out what you've been putting in. Every little thought, every deed goes into the making of this old man. He'll be exactly what you make him. Nothing more, nothing less. It's up to you. You have no one else to credit or blame. Every day and every way you're becoming more and more like yourself and talk more like yourself. You're becoming more yourself more and more. If you live only in the terms of what you're getting out of life, the old man will get smaller, drier, harder, crabbier, and more self-centered. Open your life to others. Think in terms of what you can give to life. And the old man will grow larger, softer, kinder, and greater. A point to remember is that these things don't always show immediately but they will show up sooner than you think. These little things, so unimportant now, attitude and goals and ambitions and desires, they are adding up inside where you can't see them, crystallizing in your heart and mind. Someday they'll harden into the old man and nothing will be able to soften or change them. The time to take care of the old man is right now, this week, today. Examine his motives and attitudes and goals. Check up on him. Work him over while he is still pliable. The day comes when it's too late. The hardness will have set in worse than paralysis. Any wise man that takes personal inventory regularly. We all need to do this in light of the word of God. You'll be much more likely to meet a splendid old fellow at the proper time. God's word tells us, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. List the words of the song as John and Penny Harris sing, I Saw the Light. Like, like, like. 
Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is rightly dividing the word of truth, the searchable versus the unsearchable. John chapter 5, verse 39. Search the scriptures, for in them you think that you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 8. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Last week, we began this study on the searchable versus the unsearchable. Last time, we studied the searchable. Remember, in John 5.39, it is the Lord Jesus Christ commanding them to search the Old Testament Scriptures because they testify of Him. The searchable, the Old Testament prophecies fulfilled by the Lord Jesus Christ. Here's an example. Psalm 16.10 For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Acts chapter 2, verse 31. He seeing this before spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither did his flesh see corruption. But according to Ephesians 3, 8, the apostle Paul was not preaching the searchable, but the unsearchable riches of the Lord Jesus Christ. The word unsearchable means untraceable, impossible to be traced out. That which cannot be traced out, unsearchable. This specific word only appears one other time in the New Testament, Romans chapter 11, verse 33, where it is translated, pass finding out. Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 9. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God who created all things by Jesus Christ. The word hid means to conceal, to hide. The English dictionary definition of the word hide is to conceal from sight, prevent from being seen or discovered, to obstruct the view of, to cover up, to keep secret. So according to Ephesians 3, 9, where was the mystery hid? It was not hid or concealed or kept secret in the page of the Old Testament Scriptures. It was not hid with the prophets, but rather it was hidden in God. The Old Testament Scriptures, the Old Testament prophets, knew nothing about the unsearchable riches of Christ. This specific word 
for head appears six times in the New Testament, and three of those six times appears in the Pauline epistles. Colossians 1.26 Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. The riches of Christ cannot be traced out in the Old Testament. What about those who teach about the typology of the church, the body of Christ in the Old Testament? That statement is totally false, totally inconsistent with Ephesians 3.8, and an absolutely wrong understanding and a wrong interpretation. 1 Corinthians 2, 7 and 8. But we speak the wisdom of God and the mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God hath ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the prince of the world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. The prince of the world is not human government, but it is a reference to Satan and his fallen angels. According to this scripture, if they had any knowledge or understanding about the mystery, the hidden wisdom of God, the unsearchable riches of Christ, they never would have crucified the Lord Jesus Christ. What constitutes the unsearchable riches of Christ? The church, the body of Christ, which is made up of Jews and Gentiles, joint heirs in one body. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. The Lord Jesus Christ is being the head over the church, the body of Christ. Colossians 1.18. That we have a spiritual union with our living head, the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 5.30. The spiritual blessings that we receive in the Lord Jesus Christ at the moment of our salvation. Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 3. And what about the unity of the faith? Found in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 3 through verse number 6. The one body is the church, the body of Christ. The one spirit is God, the Holy Spirit. The one hope, the blessed hope, the pre-tribulation rapture of the church, the body of Christ, and then us receiving new and glorified bodies. Bodies that will be fashioned like under the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. The one Lord, God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. The one faith. This is not a personal faith, but the doctrine that is to be believed. The one baptism. The glory of the one baptism. And this is not a reference to a water baptism. This is the baptism of the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ. We have received complete and absolute identification with the Lord Jesus Christ. This one baptism is found in Romans 6, 3 and 4, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, Ephesians 4, 5, Galatians 3, 27, and Colossians chapter 2, verse number 12. And then one God and Father, reference to God the Father. These are the unsearchable riches of Christ. You're not going to find them in the Old Testament. The message of Paul's message today for the church, the body of Christ, is the understanding of the Word of God, the Word of God and it rightly, rightly divided, and our message that God has for us today that was hid, not in the Old Testament Scriptures, but it was hid with God. If you have any questions about our study, or any other questions or Bible verses that you would like studied in light of the Word of God rightly divided, please contact Pastor Stewart at the Altoona 
Bible Church. The church's phone number is 942-2131, or you can email me at altunabible at altunabible.org. Paul's first message in Antioch of Pisidia, found in Acts 13, verse 38 and 39, Be known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man is preached unto you the forgiveness of sins, and by him all that believe are justified from all things which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. Won't, if you've never trusted Christ, won't you trust him right now, right where you're at, before it's eternally too late in your life? been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus, I see, Lord, just Jesus.